Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor with your amazing coach, Ash. And Sam. <laughs> so today's episode, we're on episode 45. Um, it's been an amazing 44 episodes to date. And we're really excited to bring you this episode where we're going to talk about the things that you should, the questions that you should ask yourself when you are frustrated. Because we are both a little frustrated. I'm going to share, I want to start this week by sharing a little bit of a story. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So be prepared. It might be a long one. No, it's not going to be a long one today. We say that all the time, don't we? <laughs> right. So this past week, we've been down to Queenstown. And if you haven't been to Queenstown, you need to go to Queenstown. Right, I've been down to Queenstown to have a family holiday. And the last time we had a family holiday with my family was when we went to um, Samoa. And that was, how old were the kids then? With wow. The Would have been 15 plus years ago. Yeah, over 15 years ago. So this was a pretty big deal. And we've been counting down the days, you know, months ago and saying, yeah, we're all going to get together. The boys are coming over from Australia. My mum's shooting down and we're all going to go and catch up for a whole week. Uh, hopefully hit the slopes. And that to me means uh, get on a toboggan. To Sam it means... Skiing. Yeah. <laughs> and eat some really good food and just hang out, have some great conversation and go and be tourists. And so, you know... I'm curious, how many family holidays have you had? And do you look forward to them? Okay, back to my podcast. I was just curious. I really was genuinely curious. So we were really excited and got on the plane. Everything was great. We hit the slopes on day one, didn't we? Yeah, we arrived and straight away we were told you better get up there because it's gonna, the weather's going to turn. So you need to go straight up the slopes. So by within three hours of landing, we were touching snow. Yeah. All the money that we'd invested into ski gear paid off 150%. And then that night, I just got taken down, taken down, taken down, taken down. And then I spent the next three days, I guess, in bed. Like I just got hit. And why am I sharing this story with you? Because I had to rethink everything. You see, this was one of those family holidays that I was looking forward to and I had all of these grand ideas about going and doing crazy cool stuff creating crazy amazing memories with my family and it all turned to shit right did I get frustrated uh yes hmm. I didn't actually as you should do though I in a good way not in a bad frustration no I didn't get frustrated mm. you know why why because I was too damn tired <laughs> no <laughs> But it made me think about if I wasn't as tired as what I was, this would have really frustrated me. So today, that's why we're going to talk about what are three things that you should or could ask yourself when you're feeling frustrated. Because I could have been really frustrated on this holiday. And normally, high five to my wife, 
I would absolutely be frustrated. Whereas she's like, oh, I really want to go skiing. I'm like, go, like, just go. Like, and she's like, oh, I don't really want to leave it. Like, go. Like, that's the best thing you can do because I'm just going to KO and go to sleep. It was one of those, I'm, not even, I'm way too tired to be frustrated. Have you ever felt like that? Or is it just me? So what does frustration actually mean? So here it is, the dictionary meaning. The feeling of being upset or annoyed as a result of being unable to change or achieve something. Or, number two, the prevention of the progress, success, or fulfillment of something. And this is my favorite in the dictionary, the frustration of their wishes. Because, you know, I was wishing for a great family holiday. I still got a great holiday. Mm. I just didn't get to do and experience the things that I wanted to be able to achieve in that week. Mm. So how do frustrated people typically behave? So let's look at some of the typical responses to frustration. They can include anger, which, hello, maybe I've resonated with that a few times in my life. Quitting, yep, that's like giving up or burnout or, yeah, just saying you're going to do it, but you don't do it. And you, and you keep repeating that same message. You have loss of self-esteem and also self-confidence goes down. Your stress increases and then high chances of starting to struggle with depression. So if you can relate to any of those emotions, then guess what girl, you are on the right podcast. So what is the actual root cause of frustration? Because it can't just be the fact that I got sick and then kindly passed it on to my wife and pretty much every other family member that was there. Um, Frustration originates from feelings of uncertainty and insecurity. Yep, that's right, of uncertainty and insecurity, which stems from a sense of inability to fulfill your needs. So if the needs of an individual are blocked, uneasiness and frustration are more likely to occur. So there's a wonderful quote here by Antonio Banderos, and he said that expectation is the mother of all frustrations. And with Ursh this holiday, the expectation to spend time with the boys, to go out and do fun stuff, create crazy cool memories, and just have the most amazing four days with the kids and a brother and a mum and everybody. And then we and got to catch up with your brother, and then we got to catch up with our other nephew. Yeah. And guess what? We had to cancel all that because Ursh got so sick, so we didn't get to go to my brother's place. We didn't get to see them. Which so we gutted because we haven't seen them oh, for no. well over a year. Yeah. So... But you know, Ish was really sick, we had to get her home. So, but that's where the frustration comes in because the expectation of doing all these amazing things and then that all just fell apart. And that's where French frustration kicks in. So I'm sure that you can think of at least one, I'm sure you've got probably 50 occasions where frustration has come in. And when you think about each one of those, the expectation is what's the problem. Because it's when you're looking forward to something that it doesn't come about that you feel frustrated. You don't just wake up one morning and you're just frustrated because you woke up. Unless, of course, the ex- you didn't expect to wake up. <laughs> that was on your agenda. And another quote that I really love is, well, I don't really love it because that's lying, isn't it? I've just found it. Gosh, listen to me. Here I am, a little bit sick and just lying to you all. Right, learn how to turn frustration into fascination. Now, I love that, right? You will learn more from being fascinated by life than you will by being frustrated by it. 
And I think I applied that principle quite good. You did. Like for me. Like oh, let's, yeah. yeah, that's, babe, that's worth a high five. I was really surprised that Ursh didn't look t- completely lose it over the weekend. She you was were about very to say cool lose her shit, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit pissed about Arthur's past, did, I have to say. You did really well not to lose it. And this is a quote that we used to use quite often. When not quote, but when things are not the way you expect them to be, and you feel a bit frustrated, just say to yourself, "How interesting." How interesting. Interesting. Isn't this interesting? Mm. Rather than isn't this, you know, effed. <laughs> now, normally, Ursh would get frustrated, right? Which would cause anger. And what does frustration actually do to the brain? Well, let's have a look at that. As you become angry, your body's muscles, they actually tense up. And inside your brain, neurotransmitter chemicals known as catecholamines are released, causing you to experience a burst of energy lasting up to several minutes. Now, this burst of energy is behind the common angry desire to take immediate protective action. What does that mean exactly? Okay, so what what it means for Ursh normally when she gets frustrated is she's going to become reactive in an unresourceful way. And that means that she's gonna take action, which is probably not gonna be good for her and not good for the people around her. Can you relate? I'm guessing you know this, but I think it's all good that we have a refresher in what frustration is, really. So frustration can also lead to other problems, including aggression. Feeling of anger can lead to aggression that may be directed at yourself or at others. Depression. Over time, feeling frustrated and disappointed can contribute to feelings of sadness and depression. Hmm. So really, you don't want to be frustrated very often because you're either going to be angry, mad and aggressive or you're going to be sad and depressed, both of which don't sound very good to me. No, which is why you need to listen to this podcast. Now, I'm not sure if you knew this, but anger has a really bad effect on the body. It increases your anxiety, high blood pressure, and headaches. Ah, and guess what else? And what else? It's not good for your liver. It's not good for your liver. Anger is bad. It's like, oh, it's like lives in your liver, and you can get really, really, really sick liver. Not good. Yeah. Hello. You have to learn to process your emotions, especially anger. Anyway. I mean, and the thing is, if you do struggle a bit with anger, the best thing you can do to help with anger management is regular exercise. So get yes, out there, true. join the gym, do some walking, do some running, learn relaxation techniques like meditation or journaling. box breathing, journaling, or and the other thing is go to counseling and get a coach, somebody that can help you actually work through your anger issues. But all of those things are tied in with frustration because frustration leads to anger, anger leads to all of this. So really, we've got to stop being frustrated, people. Yeah, if we could just cut that little plant off, that little toxin off, Mm. before it even grew into the flower. So if you're one of those people that identifies with being frustrated in the past, or perhaps recently you felt frustrated, then I really want you to know that you're not alone. Because most humans go through this. Because it's a natural reaction to have, because as we just mentioned before, expectation can lead to frustration. And we all have expectations. Whether it's an expectation to get a job done, expectation to get a special deal. Expectation expect- to have the right partner, the right house, mm. the right car. Your kids are going to be perfect the right and they're never going to get anything wrong. You know, you're going to get the pay rise that you, you know, there's so many expectations. We live in the land of expectation mm. most of the time. So it's, it's inevitable that there's going to be frustration. 
So having a expectation-filled life makes it almost impossible not to feel frustrated. Feel frustrated. And then angry, which means if you've had a lot of your life that's been filled of expectation, then you're going to feel deflated. You're going to feel angry. You're going to feel like you're doing wrong. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel reactive. Like a loser sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And you just feel like if you're, you're losing the game of life and everybody else seems to have it right and you're the only one that's not getting it. And that's okay because we're going to share with you, right? What are the three questions that you need to ask yourself when you're feeling like you're in this situation? And this is going to crop up time and time again. So even if you remember one or two or three of these questions, it is going to help transform and change the trajectory of your life. So let's go straight to what are the three questions to ask yourself when you're feeling frustrated? Number one, what am I grateful for? Number two, what am I learning? And number three, what R word is best? React or retract? Those are your three questions. So let's start with number one. What am I grateful for? And why does that matter? The simple reason is, is when you come from a place of gratitude, you're operating from a place of love. Most of us, when we are feeling frustrated, are living in our head. And I've told you before, if you have been listening to these podcasts, you may have heard this one or five times, when you're in your head, you're dead. So I need to get you into your heart space really super quick. Kirsten Armstrong says, when we focus on our gratitude, the tide of disappointment goes out and the tide of love rushes in. You can't focus on your frustrations when you're focused on what you're grateful for. They're, they're polar opposites. Absolutely. And when you're focused on frustration, you probably find that you're living in the future. So you're thinking about what you could have done, what you should have done, as opposed to appreciating the moment right now. And I got the opportunity to practice this when I was in Queenstown and it was, I think, the Saturday. Is that right? We flew it on Saturday. So we were going to the medical center and trying to get there for 10 o'clock and <clears throat> hoping that we could get some um, medication because I was struggling to breathe and I knew that my oxygen levels were coming down. Nothing major. And um, I knew that a lot of it was anxiety driven, right? Because I could feel my heart rate um, escalating. I could feel really tingly. So we hopped in there and the lady I could hear the lady in front of Sam and we had to put a mask on which I don't know about you but if you're struggling with anxiety at that particular time and you can't get breath in and you've got a chest infection putting a mask on is really going to escalate the frustration so there was my frustration moment and Sam said look we're going to have to be in here for four hours um or we can go to the hospital and you're going to have a was it a six or seven six hour wait and um I just I actually just walked out and I said, babe, I actually can't be in here. I'm going to faint. So I need to get this mask off. And I took like five steps and I just stopped myself because I was moving into the frustration mode. Like I could feel um, my temperature was elevated. I could feel the uh, hormones were just giving me anger. And so just before I got out of the little cubby hole of where the um, A&E was, is that what it was A&E or whatever yeah. it was, medical, um, I just stopped and I thought, what can I be grateful for right now? And so I turned to the, this big massive bush, this big tree beside me, and I started appreciating the detail of all the leaves on the tree. 
to bring myself back into the um, present moment because I have a tendency of when I start to feel a little bit anxious I start worrying about what if mode and maybe you can relate to that so if you can then think about what are three things and I always have this if I'm starting to feel a little bit racy or a little bit anxious what are three things I'm grateful for so um, I was grateful that I had the opportunity to look at the trees I was grateful that I could see snow on the mountains and I was grateful that we our family had got together so it was just like that another time that I did it was on the flight on the way down uh, normally when we do takeoff I feel a little bit of a head spin and I start to feel a little bit uh, weird and lightheaded um, and I don't feel safe on a, on the takeoff landing is fine but the takeoff isn't so I just ask myself what am I grateful for I'm grateful for the beautiful bouncing clouds I'm grateful that we're going to meet family in Queenstown I'm grateful that I'm sitting right next to my wife I'm grateful that I get to breathe and not even have to think about it I'm grateful that I've got a fantastic movie to watch I'm grateful for the fact that we're able to travel um, within New Zealand again so it's just a matter of taking our focus away from that frustration and or fear and bringing it back to the, cent the center moment and being present so how do you do that as soon as you catch yourself living in frustration or fear just put your hand up and say stop in your head you can say it out loud no one cares right if I see you and I see you say stop I go oh she's frustrated or living in fear you have to just stop the brain from spiraling downwards so just say stop right and then go automatically what am I grateful for what am I grateful for in a really strong powerful tone because what you're going to find is when you're living in frustration there's a part of your brain that is on high alert and that little part of your brain is a terror it's like a two-year-old having a tantrum you took the lollipop off it and it's just not going to stop so you've got to be louder than that two-year-old having a tantrum and then you just keep saying in your head what else am I grateful for what else am I grateful for until you notice that little two-year-old's voice calm down and the real gift of gratitude is that the more grateful you are the more present you become okay now I'm warning you some of you probably won't like this but it's a goodie and it does cause me frustration even when I'm frustrated and I ask myself this that's normal right what am I learning now why does that matter because it, again it stops the neural pathways because we're always moving when we're in frustration we're on a spiral to nowhere usually in my case I'm on a spiral down so when I'm asking myself this question guess what once again it's stopping me in the moment and I believe that the universe is always trying to teach us something so if we're getting frustrated by the same things perhaps we need to listen perhaps we need to ask what am I learning you see everything we do and everything we feel in every situation comes with opportunity and that opportunity is to learn we're either green and growing or brown and rotting so I had an opportunity to experience anxiety again on the weekend now I haven't had anxiety for well probably well over a year since the last time I was in hospital I think and, and I actually thought there was a I woke up at 2.31 morning and I thought I'm going into panic and I just stopped um, when it was like 2.30 Sam was out cold and I thought I'm really struggling to breathe and then my thoughts started escalating why am I struggling to breathe what's wrong with my liver well, um, is is my chest really inflamed and all of this ludicrous stuff started coming in so I just said in my head what am I learning and I th the answer that came back is be calm you need to learn to be calm 
So I just did my box breathing. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just put my hand on my heart and I did my box breathing. So I just did the belly breathing and then I did, so I did the four breath in, hold for four, which I held for two because I thought I was going to explode. And then I breathed out for four. So I really was intentional about bringing my breath back down. And the other thing that I learned is I can control the situation. So I started doing my tapping. And one of the ways that I do, I know it's a little bit off the topic right today, but I ended up tapping on my eyebrows, then underneath my eyes, then above my um, top lip, then onto my chin, onto my collarbones, and on the outside of my hands. And I repeated three things. So I repeat that sequence all the time, right? Because what I was learning is that, learn, I was learning that right now, if I didn't put a stop to this, I'm going to end up in a panic attack at 2.30 in the morning and I'm going to have to wake my wife up. So I just went straight into the toolbox and I repeated. The first round was, I am safe. And I just kept doing that until I felt my, my um, heart rate go down. The second round, and I always start, I don't know if you, everyone wants to start at their hands or they start at their eyebrows. I always tend to start at my eyebrows um, and finish on the palms of my hand is, I am okay. And then the third round is I love you. So that's what I learned is I needed to bring myself in, back into the present moment again and I needed to make sure that I felt safe. So Sam, what's a good example for you? Like, give us a story, what's one? Um, okay, what's my most recent frustration? Um, our flight getting cancelled. So we'd, we'd organised... So first of all, you know, Ish wasn't feeling well, so we just cut the holiday short, um, cancelled our flights to go and see my brother up in Christchurch, and got flights directly back to Auckland on the Friday, mm. which was the first flight we could get. And we got to the airport at like at four o'clock, and boom, flights being cancelled. We'd, we'd it took about half an hour to find it out because we were standing in line, right? Yep, standing in line for ages. Nothing was happening. Nobody was talking. No one knew what was going on. And then we found out that the flights being cancelled. And there is, an, and we can get onto a flight the next day. That we won't be able to get on a flight. So what was my learning? My learning was don't fly Jetstar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. Only joking. No, we did. We did fly Jetstar after that. Um, but I did get. I told you so from the mother-in-law because she refuses to book on Jetstar. She Anyways, knows. so I had to make the phone call to her and say, um, "Can you come and pick us up because our flight's been cancelled." <laughs> And then I got the, I told you so, and then I was like, I know, but they are cheaper. Anyway, so what was my learning? Because I think I you guess. handled it relatively well. Like I was like, I mean, I'm, I, I was pretty frustrated anyway, because I'm like, I've been standing in a line for half an hour and I was feeling a yeah. little bit ratchet and I was dizzy and I couldn't stand for long. And I was and frustrated because, you know, we you needed don't like to get it when I'm sick. home. Yeah, and because so when, she wasn't well, and we needed to get to get her home, get the doctor, get some antibiotics, and being stuck in Queenstown meant we couldn't do that. Um, but I just went straight into action, really. Yeah, I had to find us somewhere to stay, so I just had to jump in there, find it. Where could we stay? So you learnt what? Proactivity mm. is very powerful. Mm. Nice, I like it. So there was a good learning in in booking a flight. Yeah, we would we would think twice about booking Jetstar again. We would. Yeah, sorry, Jetstar. And um, th there's always a solution at the end of the day. Like it, it's never the end of the world. 
it feels like it in the moment because mm. you can get really frustrated, you get very angry and you're like, and you just want to do something. But I don't know about you, if they cancel a flight, I'd rather not be on it. Yeah, If they decide exactly. not to take off, they've got pretty good reasons. So let's just not get on the plane. Yeah. And, um, you know, tomorrow's another day. And one of my mentors, Brian Tracy, so he's another guy that I really love from um, managing people perspective. And he's also fantastic at sales. So anything to do with um, in turning income around and things like that. He says, the day that you stop learning is the day that you start decreasing your rewards and start suffering from frustration and lower levels of satisfaction. Boom. That's the man right there. If he says this, God be true. Okay, so how do we actually get into that mode? Well, when you're frustrated, again, you need to say stop and you need to just take a breath, breathe in. And as you breathe out, I want you to slowly ask yourself, what am I learning right now? I'll be honest with you, nine times out of ten, the bloody word that comes up for me is patience. <laughs> but give it a go and let me know how you go because I'd love to know. If you just ask, what am I learning? You'll notice that the tone, when you're in that state of frustration, your tone is quite harsh. So you need to focus on having that breath first and coming from a place of groundedness, not a place of elevation frustration. And what I would also suggest is don't just ask yourself once. No. Because the first time is going to be, I'm not like that. It's going to be pretty mean what comes out of your mouth. Yeah, I think at the airport I was like, what the fuck are we learning? Yeah. What the fuck are we learning? Yeah. And and what else am I learning? Followed by Sam, you need to sort this out because I need to get outside for some air. So ask yourself, what am I learning? The first answer is going to be rubbish. What else am I learning? That one's going to be mediocre rubbish. And what else am I learning? And once you've asked yourself three or four times... In a calm calm, state. You start to calm yourself down and your answers become a lot more useful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on to our last question. Now, this one's a little bit different, right? So it's, what R word is best? React or retract? Now... We can use frustration in two ways. We can use it in a resourceful way or we can use it in an unresourceful way. Putting my hand up right now that I'm normally the person that deals with frustration in an unresourceful way. What about you, Sam? I'm probably a little bit more resourceful. I always try to solve problems. I'm a, sol- I'm a problem solver by, yeah. by nature. So you've always got a choice. And normally when we're frustrated, we want to react in an unresourceful way, which means it's not good for you, it's not good for the people around you, and it's not um, good for the greater good, right? So for me to lose my shit at the airport that day and to go up and cause a scene in front of all these people would have been reactive. Now, it's probably because I was sick I didn't do that, right? But what I experienced that day was there was a whole row of people that were screaming murder they were just they were so pissed off and they were getting louder and louder and louder and I got to experience it and normally hands up I'm normally the person that will pick up the biggest I'll just kick up the biggest fuss and I didn't that day so what I did is I retracted I was just like babe we just need to sort this out we're not going to get on a flight today that's going to be okay we just need to sort something out I'm heading outside I'm going to take one bag do what you need to do so I actually retracted And why does that matter? Well, it actually calmed my central nervous system down. Because when we're in a um, react mode, we're in fight or flight. 
So we're actually fighting. We're actually fighting, which is busting our adrenal glands. It's causing um, unnecessary stress in the body. And you need to assess whether it's actually going to get you the outcome you want, or is it just going to get your stress hormones elevated? Hmm. Bob Proctor says that when you react, you are giving away your power. Oh man, that shits me. So I love that one. It's like, you can't react because you're just giving it away. Well, I'm not giving my power away. However, when you respond, you are staying in control of yourself. Got to love Bob Proctor. He's got some amazing quotes. Another great one from Charles Swindle is, Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Hmm. So if you can control your emotions and you can stop for a moment and change the way you react, it can change your whole life. 90% of what happens to you is due to the reactions that you have. So imagine if your reactions, even 10% of your reactions can be better than what they have been in the past. That's got to be way better for your health at, at the end of the day. And like normally when you react, you feel guilty about that later and you've got to apologize to people. Or is that just me? I don't know. Right? So you've got to think about what is going to be in the best interest of your the outcome that you're trying to achieve. So between stimulus and response, there is actually a space. In that space is our power to choose how we respond. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So how do you know which word is best? You either react or you retract. Well, that's going to require you to assess the situation from a place of not frustration, which is why you need to go to gratitude first, then you need to go to learning. Because nine times out of ten, Ursh is going to be going to the react button. I've got lots better, I have to say. It's just practice, practice, practice. And it's being aware of what is the outcome that you require? So do I need to be reactive or do I need to retract? So when it comes to getting things, so let's say they're about to cut my power bill off and I can hear Sam on the phone, right? Because I know that we've paid the bill and there's been some glitch in the system. I will look at Sam, like if you don't react and you retract right now, right? I'm going to come in and I'm going to react. Now, there's times when you have a numpty on the end of the phone, right? You all know who I'm talking about. Like, there's some people out there that you just think, I'm going to rip them through that phone. I'm just going to be like, what? How stupid are they, right? That might be a great time that you can actually react in a calmer manner, but your tone needs to be elevated because you're going to get the outcome that you want, right? And then sometimes it's best that you just retract and you say to Sam, I'm going to need you to deal with this right now because if we don't, the outcome that we're going to get is probably still going to have our power cut off. So you need to make the call from a place of balance, calm and centeredness, not from a place of frustration. doesn't work because if you just go, do I need to react now or do I need to retract now? And you're all really extremely frustrated you're probably going to react and it's not going to be in a really good resourceful way so you might not get to the outcome that you require oh gee mama you wouldn't you wouldn't read about it would you now we just had to put this podcast on pause whoops as i'm moving closer now back into the mic my specialist has just rung me and i automatically went to the frustration right and I'm, I'm just getting some more meds from him, running through the medication that I'm on at the moment, and then talking about the um, antibiotics that I'm on right now. And he's like, yep, Ursh, that's cool. You owe me a blood test. And I was like, yeah, it's due on Thursday. 
Um, and he said, no, no, no. The, the antibiotics that you're on are going to have impact on it. The immune suppressants, um, we have to have a full month. Now you've done two days without them. And he said, no, we'll just wait another month for your blood test. Now, another month for a blood test for me means that I'm on another month of steroids. So I went straight into frustration. Can you believe it? In the middle of this podcast, my eyes started rolling. I put the phone down. I'm thinking, how can I negotiate with him right now? And he's like, Ursh, they're going to show up on your blood test. So he said, with the Roxy anyway, that's going to elevate your levels. So you won't be able to drop the steroids anyway. So the first thing I thought, and I'm going to be really honest with you, even though I'm I'm telling you in this podcast right now, was yes, the F word came up because then I was like, damn it. Anyway, got off the phone call from him and I just said to Sam, oh, for goodness sake, that just means I'm going to delay, you know, coming down off my steroids because I'm tapering down on steroids and, you know, I've gone down this journey before and here I am, you know, on round two going, tapering down on steroids. And then Sam just looked at me and we both cracked up laughing and I was like, okay, what am I grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for the fact that I have antibiotics that can clear up my infection so that I can breathe again and get back to a normal routine. That's what I was grateful for. I'm grateful for the fact that on a, what day is it? It's a Monday. On a Monday night at 5.30 or something like that, my specialist can just ring me at home and I'm thinking, who's ringing me in the middle of a podcast? And then I'm like, oh, it's John, Dr. John. We're on first name basis, aren't we? And then what else am I grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for the fact that he cares enough to tell me not to waste my time to go and get the blood test. And then it's like, what are you learning? Ish, you can't control your bloods all the time. And an extra month is an extra month. Now, am I going to react or respond? Well, I was nearly on the reacting boat. I really was. Until me and Sam remembered that we're in the middle of this podcast that says we've got to go to the three questions that we need to ask ourselves. So... If you're wondering, does this really work? Oh, hell yes, it does, girlfriend. Of course it works, because I've just applied it. Now, normally, I would go to bed and I'd be grumpy bum. And Sam's nodding right now. If you could, if you could see her, she's nodding. But she's nodding with a smile on her face, because she knows that there is a chance that I could turn back to frustration by the time I get downstairs. <coughs> Isn't that right? And she's coughing. <coughs> That's right. So, let's wrap it up, right? Frustration is the first step towards improvement. It's only when I face frustration and use it to fuel my dedication that I feel myself moving forward. That's right, girlfriend. Frustration is going to move us forward. So celebrate next time frustration rocks up in your sandpit because you can turn it into freedom forward. Love it. Until next week, everybody, have an amazing week. And remember, this is all about you living your life by design. And it's about how you choose to react or respond. Remember. You got the power. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. I think my drugs are kicking in now, babe. (laughs) Anyway, enjoy your week, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved. You matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.